0: Welcome to One Stop Shop, a weekly podcast that helps ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs learn from the best. Brought to you by Convergio. To learn more about managing all of your e-commerce tools, channels, and strategies from one dashboard, visit Convergio.com. On this episode, we interview Donald from Valfrey.com.
1: Valfre is a women's apparel and accessories brand that was founded by Mexican born artist Ilse Valfre. The brand launched by the artist in late 2013, and six months later, Ilse's husband Donald L.A. joined the team with his business skills. Working together, Valfre has quickly become a success with young women. What makes Valfre's shop remarkable is how they managed to give it such a well defined brand persona. Although they sell products that seem unrelated at first glance, the harmony created by the brand consistency makes it an addictive website to browse and shop from. Today, we talk to Donald about finding and building a consistent brand. Hey, Donald. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here today.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: So uh, let's start with this. What is Valfrey and what kind of products do you sell? Uh,
2: Valfrey is an art-based company that focuses on women's apparel and accessories, and it's all based around the artwork and the world of the artist of Valfrey.
1: What else can you tell us about the products that you sell specifically?
2: Well, I guess some of our best sellers are our tech accessories. Um, our phone cases do really well. We've just expanded uh, earlier this year into dresses and, and jackets, which are also doing very well for us. Let's uh, say phone cases first, then uh, dresses, then jackets. So, how did it start? My wife is the artist Valfrey, and she's been she's been drawing since she was a little girl. She was um, she's an illustrator. Uh, we met about six years ago at an after party of Coachella, and anyways, we hit it off on a personal level. But she showed me her she showed me her artwork, and when she first showed it to me, I just saw you know pages and pages of like her art on her blog. And I was really wowed by it. I kind of quickly became her biggest fan. You know, and as we got to know each other, I, I noticed like she was just always drawing, like, all the time. And her vision was she wanted to, like, kind of bring her world to life by creating a brand. And she had some, some major influences in her life. Her, her father was definitely a, um, a really creative soul. I think that kind of, like, sparked that within her. But her, her aunt uh, owns a really successful Fashion brand in Mexico, mm-hmm. and so I think she had uh, the idea of like you know really turning this into a brand. It kind of came from from seeing what her aunt had done, you know. So when I met her, you know, this was her idea, but she you know she was selling a couple of things on a it was Big Cartel or Etsy, I forget. Now she's selling like some tote bags and um, a couple of t-shirts and, and whatnot. But it was really just the beginnings of the idea, and you know, at that time I had another venture going. We had a um, a platform that we were building. Um, and I couldn't really focus on it myself. So I introduced her to an investor that, that stepped in and he, um, he runs a promotions company where they, they create and they are basically, they produce all of the swag for movie houses like Paramount and all the movies that are coming out. They'll, they'll make the t-shirts or the, the coffee mugs or, you know, all the promotional items. So I knew he was really good at making stuff. It was a sweet guy, him and Ilse really hit it off. And, um, yesterday got into business together and she was coming up with designs and he was making stuff. And, you know, about six months into that relationship, I think once the business started, uh, his other business was going bonkers and, uh, he was about to get married and he was getting really overwhelmed with everything and, um, decided he was going to step down. And that was actually a perfect moment for for me to step in to the business with her. And, you know, for the last three years, we've been working together on the on the brand. And, you know, when it first started, it was just, um, some simple phone cases, like kind of the plastic covered phone cases, some art prints, t-shirts, sweatshirts. And I believe that was a, that was about it. And we've expanded, you know, into some of the categories I just mentioned, but, um, you know, you can see the site, but we've really expanded into, um, all kind of like tech accessories and, um, you know, different fashion based products and um, other accessories like handbags and, uh,
1: so on and so forth. Yeah. So um, a couple, couple of weeks ago, actually, uh, if you remember, Jeff, we had interviewed um, another business where had said that if you do business with uh, a friend or a partner or someone that you have a personal relationship with, it will definitely change your relationship. I'm just curious how it feels to do business with your significant other.
2: It was it was interesting for one she's not she hasn't um, she doesn't have like a a big like business background and she's been on her own island since she was a kid just drawing and creating and she's been like you know the queen of her castle Mm -hmm. Um, and like you know there's definitely some letting go you have to do whenever you, you form a team underneath you and I think that was a that was a tough thing for her at first and it's something she's really she's gotten a lot better at though and that was tough for me at first to kind of like, you know, kind of like guide that. And also I'm, I come from like a creative background myself. And while I never in a million years would talk to her about her artwork, I also, I do step in and say things sometimes about, uh, product development and things that we think will resonate with, with the customer. So I think the first couple of months was a little tricky, (laughs) but I think we quickly found our own lanes and we just stick to those. And I think we work really great together. In fact, the whole team works really great together. Um, And it's it's brought us closer. And I think, you know, there's I think for a lot of people, including myself, I, I would have never thought that working with my wife would be like a healthy thing for our personal life. But it really has brought us closer together and we enjoy it.
0: I don't directly work with my own wife, but I work from home with the the stuff that I do. And so we spend uh, an unusual amount of time with each other compared to other couples. And we've definitely seen it be a positive uh, impact on our relationship. So thank you for sharing that.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would have the opposite to say, but um, it's cool that we're We've
0: got good experiences with it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, especially on both fronts. Since like you're married and business partners together, <laughs> it's important to have that. It's a positive yeah. in your life. Wild, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, now speaking of wild, that's a nice segue. You mentioned in the beginning that you started off with like cell phone cases, and then you started to get into the paper goods and clothes. I'm really interested. How do you I have some thoughts, but I want to get yours first. How do you solidify so many different types of products, like from apparel to paper goods to tech kind of items under one brand?
2: I think the artwork and the culture that the brand has created really lends itself to a lot of different products. And we're really going for something like a Hello Kitty meets Mark Jacobs in a way. right? (laughs) It's an art-based company. And like, you know, it was interesting in the beginning, like when, you know, the first guy was involved with, with Ilse here, I think the, the first thing you think of when you meet Ilse and you see her artwork is you think, okay, cool, artwork, take the artwork, put it on products, sell it, right? That seems to be the the natural business model, right? But, you know, our demographic is, I guess the sweet spot is 18 to 24-year-old uh, females, right, that are sassy, they're... Um, little angsty they like fashion they're into music that sort of thing right and i think right now in fashion where i think maybe now just recently like graphic tees are getting to be like more popular again but say three years ago back then it wasn't something where it was really flying it was a lot of more like subtle type of apparel more like blanks more more neutral colors and, and whatnot right so we found that The graphic stuff that she was creating was was really skewing more younger than where our fan base was. So, anyhow, long story short, I think the the first thing you think of is, like, put, put this artwork all over the place and sell it. We're now, like, we're really focused on bringing her world to life through creating the garments that the artwork and the characters are wearing and the type of products that these girls would use right and through that that kind of lends itself to all types of products now we use the artwork to really market the products that were creating and while we do like put some of the artwork you know on products we don't you'll notice that we don't put on everything you'll see you know you'll see some really like simple dresses on the shop or you know but by while well, other things we'll have like the jackets will have more statement pieces you know okay. but um I, I don't know I don't know if I answered your question or not but I guess the world that she's created kind of lends itself to create, you know, a lot of different types
0: of products. No, I I like it. It I think it did answer it well because that was one of the things that both Eliana and I noticed when we were prepping for the interview and going over um, the website and the brand in general is that there's definitely this personal, this persona, this brand persona that (laughs) jumps out, that sort of solidifies it all. And so to hear you kind of express more, it's, it's sort of the common denominator is the art and then from the art this world is naturally created makes a lot of sense i think most of the time from the business research and things that i've done or from the clients that i've worked with you you very often get told if you're focused on a bunch of things it ends up meaning that you don't do anything and so for you to what seemingly looks like you've successfully are doing a bunch of things under one roof or under one brand um and doing it well, it's encouraging to kind of see something that breaks common sense type advice and and that type of deal.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, we definitely have our best sellers, you know, and we do focus in a lot more on those than we do on the other things. But I feel like we're three years in, we're still test mode. We're testing all kinds of things, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think we've got the platform to do that. She's got a really diehard fan base that, you know, they, they tune in for our artwork and they're, they're really liking the products. So it's, um, you know, it, it allows us to be able to test and, and see which products are working better than others.
0: Do you feel like the the brand as a whole, as you go through and you're testing products and things, do you feel like you're just naturally revealing it? Or are you actually building something along the way? Is it something that you're, cre- is, are you like basically are you finding it or are you creating it?
2: I think we're, it's like a combination of both. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I think it's really a combination of both. I mean, we're, we're, revealing it because I think it does naturally lend itself to everything, but we're also, we're also really having to, to build it because it hasn't existed until we've, we've built it, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And then in that same vein too, what advice do you have? Like what, um, so for somebody that is also young, um, new entrepreneur, new business owner, that's trying to discover their brand, their voice, um, what kind of tips could you give them to help them along that journey?
2: Just consistency, just, uh, just to live it. And um, I think people want to get out and they want to, you know, they think they get a couple of influencers to promote their product and they're going to get all the sales. They get, you know, a hundred thousand Instagram followers and their business is made. You know, you have to really, it starts with the product. you got to create great products because great products market themselves. So I think, you know, consistency with your product development, consistency with whatever your art form is, I think just, just stay on top of it. And you know, and learn from your mistakes because that's the best way to grow. Everybody makes them.
1: Yeah. What is? What are some of your worst mistakes, if you don't mind me asking? Or most memorable? Oh man, that's a tough question. Let's not call them <laughs> worse, but let's yeah, let's. Uh, everybody makes them, right? We so. just I
0: just watched a I think... a Bob Ross episode the other day, and they're not mistakes; they're happy accidents.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: happy accidents. I think. Um... Be careful who you hire. don't Don't make bad hires. Hire slow. Fire fast if you have to. <laughs> um,
1: and you know, speaking of brand and consistency, one thing that I think is really interesting, earlier when you were describing the brand or the the typical um, buyer. It's so funny because Jeff and I just used the exact words describing it, right, Jeff? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. sassy and fashion forward. And you were basically reciting everything that we said. So it was it was it just goes to show you how, you know, how specific and how zoned in the brand is. So that I thought it was very interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm glad our, our message is is
1: uh oh, it's is crystal clear. Through. It's Chris Um, Another thing we loved about your store is the lookbook and the blog. And I think I also mentioned this to you that I feel like a lot of people start blogs because they feel like that's the cool thing to do, or like it's a it's a it's a good way to get content, and you know maybe even help with the SEO on their website. And they hear this advice, but there's not much passion behind it and it feels like an obligation even to the reader, you know, to see that somebody had entered maybe like one blog entry and it's just doesn't, they don't connect with it and it's it's sporadic and it's not consistent. So, you know, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the type of content in the sections on your website?
2: Well, I guess we just like to highlight content that that resonates with us naturally. And then uh, I feel like this will you know, work or will we'll be interesting to her fan base as well. I mean, like I said, her fan base is into to music and art and, um uh, they're interested in being entrepreneurs. They're interested in, you know, fashion. And so, yeah, we just like to, to showcase different girls who are, you know, in these spaces or, you know, different playlists or happenings, you know, in the Los Angeles area. Um, yeah, it, it's fun for us. mm mm-hmm. It doesn't so feel like a. it doesn't feel like work to us you know it's, it's, it uh, it's a
1: lot it, of fun it definitely doesn't i mean i can i can tell that it doesn't feel like work and that's that's primarily really the reason why i loved your website so much is because you know reading it and looking at the pictures and by the way we will put a link to Valfrey um for our listeners to check it out you know it was it was highly entertaining to look through the lookbook and just click on things and see where things lead me you know and i thought Anybody who owns a business, and especially if the products are visual and they like to showcase their products, if they're selling beautiful things, I think they have something to learn from the way things are displayed on your site. So we'll definitely love for them to to check it out. Um, now we know that your wife is the you know mastermind behind this um, the art, um, but for our listeners who might want to create something exactly the same but something similar something in the artsy industry who may not be able to obviously they can't really rely on luck and hope to find somebody who has talent and who can work with them but they may not also have the budget to hire somebody who's super talented um where can they find what are like some of some places or resources maybe can you think of any resources that will help them find um artists that they can work with
2: so you're talking about business people that want to team up with artists.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Man, that, that is, that's a really tough question. I don't know. I mean, this I just happened to meet this beautiful girl from Mexico that just <laughs> came to my life and completely wowed me. And I decided that I, you know, wanted to really help her with her career. In fact, her career became my career. And I don't know where to, I would find another ill say. I think these things just kind of like happen.
1: You mentioned that she was selling on Etsy, for example. So were there any other websites that she was using um, where people can, you know, maybe meet other artists?
2: Well, I think she posted a lot. I think she really got her um, start on Tumblr. Oh, she had a blog there where she was just posting her drawings like every day, you know. And I think it started to spread. Tumblr had a really kind of like viral aspect to it where it, it spread pretty easily, and you know, she um, her artwork got out there I think through Tumblr, and then it went to facebook and instagram became a big thing for her um yeah and i think her whole deal was just being consistent she was just always drawing and always posting and you know that's how she really uh, gained her following
1: and always creating right great wonderful um well um
2: i got one
0: follow-up did she ever use deviant (laughs) art
2: i don't think she did but i could be mistaken maybe she did before i Okay. Newer.
0: Yeah, no, I was just curious, because I worked, um, we did some stuff in the board game space for a while, and we usually would have to like, well, not usually, but when the time came that we needed to pull artists for the individual games, that was one of the resources that we used um, as well, because you want some of them, like if they have the, the fantasy nature or whatever, it would be a good way to kind of get a decent snapshot. I feel like I'd have to double check. I think it's Dribble. That might be another art based community yeah. as well.
2: Am I right is it Behance? Is that one of the, oh, yeah. the websites where like a lot of designers will post their work?
0: Where... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Behance is another one too. That's a good good mention. So Yeah, um...
2: i found a lot of like great graphic designers through there, just um that I've worked with, you know, on a subcontracting basis. But yeah, I think there's some some great artists hanging out there.
0: Based on your experience, um, and now even though it does you said it's been about three years running now doing this. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, congrats on that. That's even a milestone coming up on the three year mark. Um, with that under your belt, it may not be a ton yet. What do you feel like is the single most important piece of advice you would like to either give your prior self, say three years ago, or that you could share with uh, the listeners out there that are just starting off, um, that are trying to make a good splash and that type of thing?
2: I think I have to go back to. To what i said earlier which is just focus in on the product you know focus on the product that you're selling and just make it really awesome i don't know I, that's what we do we just really, really focus in on the quality of our products making sure that they're they're different i don't know like the, the phone cases the tech accessories that we make are, are really fun and, and different and those are the things that have really gotten us in to everywhere that we I mean we're distributed in 25 different countries right now. We've got a huge presence in Japan and I think this all comes from us really focusing in on the the categories that we we're, were proving to be successful. So I think just focusing in on on your product and like I said they market themselves.
0: Yeah. Are you always this chill? Like you seem like yeah. We do this awesome. Like, it seems like uh, what's actually happening is that you're running a really successful business. But as we talk to you, you're just kind of like, yeah, do your thing. It's pretty good. <laughs> I have an awesome <laughs> life. <laughs>
2: I think there's like, I think there's volume in the air here in Southern California. Sorry, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not mocking you for it. I actually think it's really exciting because you talk to some people and they might be more high, strung or whatever. And I just ask you, so like we're asking you these questions and like you kind of just roll with it. It's like, yeah, this, we're getting it done. Like, it's good. <laughs> like you haven't really shown much signs of stress, which I think is pretty cool and if anything motivational or it just even speaks to uh the truth of what you're doing that you are running a successful company so far
2: well thank you for the the kind words man and i'm i I feel i feel very cool now (laughs) 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 i'm glad i'm I'm glad i come across so chill There's definitely a lot of a lot of stuff happening in the other room that is not chill (laughs) it's uh It's definitely our craziest time of year right now. Oh, um, sure. You know, December madness, the rush before the yeah, Christmas.
0: Yeah, very. Yeah. Good.
1: And we are recording in, in December, so yeah,
0: yeah. So, well, thank you for that. I mean, even on that note, thank you for taking the time in this chaos to be able to chat with us and and give us a little insight on what you guys have been doing and uh, what uh, your company has got going for it.
2: Absolutely, and I'll just say, you know, we our our uh, website is run on Shopify. Um, can't say enough great things about you know shopify for all the entrepreneurs who are listening that are thinking about opening up their own shop you know i've i've worked with, uh, with developers before we've built our you know we've built our websites from the from the ground up in the past and it is it's tough uh, shopify makes things really simple it's cost effective and you know once you open up the shopify store it opens up this whole world to you about there's all these apps and there's all these people contacting you about their apps you know and you go through and You test them out, and then, you know, some of them are are really aggressive, you know, marketing tactics that you have to your customers. And, you know, we found ourselves we use all kinds of apps in the beginning, and now we're down to a few. And one of the best ones that we use, honestly, is the uh, Receiptful, which is now Converzio, that you guys work for. So when you guys reached out, you know, we are a fan of the app. It is great. Uh, There's, you know, there's several different ways that you can – there's several different ways you can go about approaching your customers to do upsell offers. Uh, the receipt one is great. Um, and the, also the other follow-up, um, the other follow-up features that you have, I think are, are really easily customizable. It doesn't take a huge team to kind of like uh, put these these things together Mm -hmm. and, um, it's been productive for us and we've, you know, we've, we've driven a lot of, revenue from your app so when you guys contacted us i definitely wanted to hop on a call with you and you, know, you had lots of nice things to say about our blog and such so <laughs> i appreciate you guys reaching out and all your Very kind words and you, you know wanting to get to know more about our business and and all this stuff so yeah thank you for taking the time for me as well
1: thank you so much donald appreciate it
0: yeah for thank people you. that want to learn more you about go. you and your business where can they go
2: uh just go to valfrey valfrey.com v-a-l-f-r-e.com and um Yeah.
0: Thank you for your time.
2: You got it. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: One Stop Shop is a production of Convergio. Learn how to manage all of the marketing tools, channels, and strategies that you need from one dashboard by visiting convergio.com. This podcast was produced in partnership with Come Alive Creative. For help building, improving, and marketing your e-commerce store, visit comealivecreative.com. To listen to more episodes or to give us a rating, please visit convergio.com forward slash iTunes.